1: What's up guys? Welcome back to Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Nick.
0: I'm Jake. Welcome back, guys. Welcome Here
1: to discuss back. discuss another Pixar movie.
0: Another Pixar movie, Yeah. So, for those of you who are just stumbling upon us for the first time, Popcorn Heist is a brand that Nick and I started to share our love for pop culture, movies, and TV with the world. And Popcorn Heist, the podcast, is the podcast that spawned out of that. And we talk about all things nerdy, things that we love, really anything that we love that we've seen recently, movies and TV, from Star Wars to Marvel, and this episode's all about Pixar. We're huge Pixar fans. I mean, I'm really excited. We are huge
1: Pixar fans. I I, very
0: recently. Very recently. I I mean. like... Pixar's been making a comeback. I feel like a lot of more movies are coming out recently.
1: Yeah, I I agree, and I feel like your Jake over here wrote an amazing article ranking all of the Pixar movies, and I feel like because of that article, I like watched a bunch of Pixar movies in a row. And what was that like? That was a few months ago. So since then, it's been all about Pixar.
0: There's just there's no denying. Like, I, I sound like such a Pixar like fanboy nerd, but like there's no denying. I feel like in my opinion, they're the best like animation studio like best kids movies and really they're not even made for kids one can one can argue they're made for everyone you know
1: they're a little bit made for kids but i feel like their track record has been like great especially recently
0: they, like, they're made for kids but come on like inside out soul like yeah yeah no that, no no i mean
1: you can like, enjoy them as an adult 100 percent yeah like they hit m- mean, even even the old ones are, like, classics
0: to rewatch. Oh, yeah. Like, Toy Story. I've talked about Toy Story many times on this podcast and to Nick. Like, <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I feel like it'll go down in history. People will study it forever. And I feel like they lead the industry in animation. Their animation's gorgeous, which, if you haven't guessed, I mean, you're looking at the title right now if you're listening or watching to this. We're talking about Luca, the newest Pixar movie that came out. Like, the animation just keeps getting better. We're going to talk about it later, but... Um, if you listen to our last episode, we broke down Cruella, so we're on a big Disney Disney streak right now. Oh, I disappeared into my virtual background. Uh, <laughs> we're on a big Disney streak. Uh it's summer movie time. And, you know, finally back, a lot of movies
1: coming out. I'm very excited. Movies, very excited. Because of the pandemic, a lot of movies were not coming out and we got back-to-back movie movie discussion episodes, so
0: Yeah, Nick is Nick is inching to get back for his buttered movie theater popcorn. Oh my god, I have not been in a movie theater
1: in ages and i need some movie popcorn i can't wait it, i think it, black widow will probably be my re-entrance to, to the movie theater and movie popcorn
0: i think so too yeah hopefully we get to see it together we usually see every Marvel. i know movie. Since, i think we will yeah for a while we should i think yeah. we will yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm super excited for that and yeah on a big disney streak um if you listened to our episode about Cruella, we sort of broke it down, talked about our feelings, but then we debuted the Popcorn Heist report card, which for summer movies or really any new movie that comes out that we review or talk about, we're going to we have certain categories that we go down and we give our rating from 1 to 5 stars, we average them out and give you our Popcorn Heist movie rating out of 100. So, it worked out pretty well last time. I mean, how do you feel about the report card? I actually was very
1: happy with um The ranking it gave Cruella the the percentage I thought it was dead on accurate. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I who knew ranking across categories like that would be would end up being
0: very accurate. So we'll see if it holds up. We'll Um, see.
1: If not, we may have to make some tweaks to the report card. But for now, it seems like it's going well.
0: But we live and we learn, you know.
1: Yeah. But I
0: I feel like it wasn't too generous, wasn't too harsh either, which I'm happy about. But maybe that's just us. Maybe we're just that good at reviewing movies. So, as always, I mean, if you're a fan of Popcorn Heist, the podcast, and you know that we start each episode with a quote, Nick and I bonded over quotes of all aspects of life. I mean, I've just been rediscovering many quotes from here and there. We just talked about, I rediscovered a Spy Kids quote, which if you follow us on Instagram, we did a Spy Kids versus. I've been a huge Spy Kids (laughs) mood (laughs) in the past.
1: And wait, is 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 it the TikTok you sent me when they're like... Stop that! Yeah. <laughs> Why are you in line with the others? I love that. I, Jake. I've been quoting that for years. I know I you've been it. quoting. You oh, haven't. We haven't God. quoted it in a
0: while, though. And then I, I saw know, that guy, I and know. I was like, "Oh, that's a great quote." Stop that! I quick tangent here, though. Like the whole plot of the first Spy Kids movie, where they turn them into fooglies, Like that used to kind of scare me as a kid. Like they're a little bit grotesque like those like i don't know they were a little weird
1: it is a little bit horrifying and they like mold them out of clay and then they like turn them into it um i was actually watching like just after our spy kids versus series i was watching part of spy kids three game over the other day and i like i just like chose a random scene to watch from i don't know why after our spy kids versus and i was just watching spy kids game over and it is quite an interesting movie when you watch rewatch it when you're not a child i'll say
0: that i haven't seen it I haven't seen spy kids 3 never yay!
1: featuring sylvester stallone speaking to other sylvester stallone <laughs> i've heard
0: i've heard it's a wild ride isn't uh what's his name frodo in it what yes it? he's in one scene yeah he's the
1: guy he's the guy you, you'll know what i you know what i mean when you want that's movie. like his
0: character's guy. name right the guy he's the guy yeah he's okay he's the guy he's Inter- just the guy interesting movies that's all same director as uh, the one who did the Boba Fett episode in Mandalorian season two.
1: Is it really? Yeah. What?
0: Yeah. How is that possible? Oh my God. I know, right? And oh did you my know? God. Did you hear the story of how he got to direct that episode? No. Like, he. So, one di- I think another director was supposed to direct that episode, dropped out, and then they uh, reached out to him. And he quickly, like, he had such a vision for how he wanted to debut Boba Fett in his head that he made a, a fake film in his backyard with his kids with action figures and like edit it together of like how he wanted it to go out. No and, way, that's so and, cool. Yeah, and Dave Filoni and John Favreau were like, "This is so cool! Like, we got to bring you in." That's awesome. I don't think it worked that well. Yeah, but
1: anyway, enough about Spot kids. Enough Quick about tangent. Let's get to the quote.
0: <laughs> Let's do it. All right, quote of the episode from Luca is probably the, the one of the mo- more memorable quotes from the movie is Silencio Bruno. And basically, throughout the movie, Luca's very timid and scared of what his parents are going to think of him. And Alberto, his best friend, is trying to bring him out of his shell. And he's like, there's that voice in your head saying, that's preventing you from, you know, being confident and being uh, adventurous. He's Bruno. Bruno could be anybody, but you say Silencio Bruno and tell him to be quiet and you go for it. And I don't know. I thought that was like a cute little motive that was uh, thrown in throughout the movie it was very very memorable
1: yeah i agree i think it was uh, a simple like it was definitely a simple moral of the story like just shut out the fear but um it was a cute way to implement it
0: yeah definitely definitely so now we get into the movie so I want. I want to. I want to hear your your thoughts first. I think. Uh. I think Guy went first last episode talking about, it, but either way, I. Wa- I haven't heard anything of what you thought about this movie, and I'm very excited yeah. to hear what
1: you. Actually, we haven't talked. We usually talk. We usually talked a little bit about it after we watch. Uh, movies. Even even if we have an episode coming up, but we really haven't talked about this one at all. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was enjoyable. Um, I thought it was a little bit. Uh, I thought it was very good. I thought it was an interesting concept. I liked that. Like, I liked the mythical aspect of it. Like them turning from sea monsters into uh into people i thought that was cool mm-hmm. um i thought it was funny at times i liked the i liked the italian setting um i thought it was a little bit like i don't know i i I feel like the, the it was like a little bit basic at times though like I, I felt like coming out of the movie i wasn't like oh i really got a huge message out of it or like you know what i mean i felt like it was just a movie about misfits um it was like a cute story but i didn't i don't know that it had as much like weight to it as some of the other Pixar movies. Um but like I said, it was enjoyable. Um I, I saw a lot of tweets going into it, like oh my God, I'm crying watching Luca and stuff like that. I didn't really find it to be like that like emotional. It didn't really hit me in the field as much as some of the other Pixar movies I've I've seen. But that's okay. I don't I don't really mind that. Um I think it still had a, a message. I don't I just don't know that the message was like crazy, crazy deep. For me and I, I, I didn't just I didn't get emotional about, about the movie I, I, I just enjoyed like the story I thought it was a nice little nice little story
0: about yeah. friendship no I pretty much like exactly agree uh, There there's certain Pixar movies that really hit me in the gut and no matter how many times I've seen it I'll, I'll feel like I'm the tears are starting to well up a little bit but you know I, this movie didn't really do that for me but not every Pixar movie has to do that for me you know I think it was just a really yeah. well it was a really well done kids movie. Like I was saying before, like Pixar is mostly like made for kids and families, but most of them are really like you walk away with like, wow, I, I, I'm I thinking differently about my life right now, you know? Whereas Luca, I walked away and I was like, that was a really enjoyable movie, like great animation. um, The music I thought was really good. And yeah, I like the Italian setting a lot, but I didn't walk away like I feel different right now, you know?
1: Yeah. And like I said, that's, that's fine. Sometimes not every movie has to be like. Crazy, crazy, emotional, groundbreaking. I actually kind of like the fact that it's all, like, not all, but like a lot of it was just. If you think about it, the plot was like about them getting a Vespa, which I liked that like they made getting a Vespa this like huge thing. I thought that was like very cute, especially like there in Italy. I I, I like that. Um, but yeah, I think it was fun, but I don't. I, I don't think it had like the most, uh, the most kick of any of
0: any Pixar movie. You, you could tell. I feel like this is this is a, a trend. I mean, we've only seen this is purely based on this and soul, but out of this and soul, I feel like uh, Pixar is trending more towards passion projects for whoever's like making them like these I think this and soul are new directors to Pixar um, mm-hmm. usually it's uh, I think his name's Andrew Stanton who did like a ton of big ones and uh, Pete doctor who are really big at Pixar like they've done like all of the really really good Pixar movies like Coco um, inside out uh, monsters University. Uh, but these are, like, they're giving a lot of new directors chances to, like, do their passion projects. And mm-hmm. I could, you could tell that this was something that someone, like, really wanted to bring to life. It's the same. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever seen the Pixar short La Luna? You We might have seen it when we went to Disney World together. I think I
1: have. I think I have. I, I think I have.
0: Okay. that's the, That director and it's very similar animation style. Like, same kind of drawings mm-hmm. of characters did Luca. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Interesting. I have seen it. What's that one about?
0: It's like a boy and his father who looks exactly like the father, Julia's father, like they're on a boat and they like hook the moon and they go up to the moon and they brush the stars on it to like make the half moon.
1: I kind of I kind of remember it like very you, you, vaguely. You'll know it if you if you like look up a few yeah. seconds of it. And that's how all the Pixar shorts are for me. Except the only one I remember vividly is the one of the
0: birds on um, uh like cable
1: line that's like the only one i remember vividly
0: what about the uh the old man playing chess in the park jerry's game he again i remember that vaguely okay
1: i i don't i don't remember it as vividly
0: yeah but but i bet you if i've
1: seen it i'd be like oh i know exactly what's gonna happen yeah you
0: you would definitely know but but you, you know what i'm saying right like i feel do you feel the same way i feel like soul and this have been especially different um very different vibes coming off of it rather than like I forgot what's the one that came right before Soul but they're very much like you could tell that this was a passion project for someone and it's not I don't know. like
1: I clear. felt I felt Soul was was similar to like Inside Out
0: a little bit but you could tell like it's very it was very different than it was similar to Inside Out but it was also like very different where you could tell like someone has had this in their mind and like Pixar was like yeah do your own thing like we're not going to like I don't know. I felt this and this and soul were very different for some reason.
1: Honestly, you know, you know what this one, like, I I don't know why I I guess it's, it's cause there's like a little bit of like, as much as um, Luke and Alberto are not brothers. There's like a little bit of like a brotherly thing going on. I felt a little bit like um, onward to me. I don't know why. Like it's very different, but like, Coming out of it, I was like, I, maybe it's because of where it falls in, like, my rankings. Um, I think this one's a, probably not that I want to get into the rankings yet, but, like, I probably like this one a little bit better than Onward, but it just reminds me, like, the way I felt coming out of it, I, like,
0: re- it was similar to Onward for me. So, I, I felt very different about this one than Onward, but th- th- thank you for reminding me. Onward was me more th- emotional, though. It was. It was, th- for sure, which we'll get yeah. into. But, like, thank you. I, you reminded me. That's the one that came before Soul. It's, oh yeah whereas right. on- onward felt very similar to previous pixar movies where it's like a very magical theme like a weird like crazy zany like oh what would happen if like miss- mythical creatures were in modern day you know whereas soul is, was
1: this is like that too though it's like what would happen if
0: no but it, onward was it. like overly comically like what if like a centaur was a police officer mm. you know whereas this yeah, was like yeah, based yeah. on like real It it's, in my mind it was similar to coco almost because, like, yeah. very – like, I think that's a thing in certain um sea – like, ocean and fishing towns in Italy where they actually believe mm-hmm. in sea monsters. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Should Should we do a quick, like, plot – like, very quickly, like, plot overview for anyone who may just be listening?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You want to go for it? You want me to go for it?
0: You go for it. We, we can, we can <laughs> I can go that. for it. Why not? So, pretty much,
1: um, Luca – is a sea monster and uh in sea monster world if you come out of the water you turn into a human being if you're if you're a sea monster. And um Luca's parents don't want him to ever leave the ocean. They don't want him to in quote unquote make the change and like become human. Um he's like always been in- it looks like he's always been interested in like whatever comes from boats above. Um he's like kinda wants to explore but is very scared. And then he uh he follows this other sea monster, Alberto one day and um, makes a change, goes above the water, and turns into a human, and they're both human. And Alberto um, has been going outside of the water for years and years and years with his father, who had left at at one point. And uh, Alberto kind of quells some of Luca's fears, and they uh, become best friends outside of the water mostly. And um, Luca's parents get really mad that he went outside the water and try to send him away. But then Luca kind of runs away with Alberto. And uh, from then on, it's kind of their quest to get a vespa and they enter, they find this human julia who kind of becomes they become a little bit of a trio they enter this race to defeat um the the kind of villain ercole who is uh <laughs> he's been participating in the race even though he's not supposed to be anymore cuz he's too old and he's been winning winning the prize money every year and uh luca and alberto kind of want to Win the prize money to get the Vespa and be able to to leave and and go on their way and travel the world together. Yeah. And um, yeah. What else? Luca's parents kind of come chase after him and
0: yeah, try to it's find like, him. And... I don't know. It's very much about like coming out of your shell and like for those of you who don't know what a Vespa is, it's like those tip. It's like those Italian scooters that you see in Italian towns. Uh, very, like, very um related to Italy, like. Everyone yeah. rides a Vespa in Italy, <laughs> um, but it was it was really they live in a seaport town where the town um believes in sea monsters and they try to hunt them down and Luca eventually reveals himself Alberto really reveals himself they win the race, they win the Vespa, and uh the town becomes accepting of sea monsters. You even find that some sea monsters were living amongst humans the whole time, which I thought was mm-hmm. cool that was cool, yeah, yeah, but uh yeah, you know what this movie really reminds me of is the little mermaid i feel like it was like i'm almost like a little bit of a better take on the little mermaid
1: um yeah a little bit but i feel like the little mermaid's a little bit more about like a love love fairy tale
0: similar themes though i mean like wants to like a fish creature wants it like longs to be out yeah yeah yeah. but the villain is
1: in in little mermaid the villain is like a
0: sea monster
1: yeah, and like, true. I feel like more of it takes place in the water in The Little Mermaid, too. I feel like this whole thing was like, I'm not in the water. It probably took a little
0: bit of inspiration from Little Mermaid. Yeah, but it, yeah I'm it was sure di- it did, yeah. Very, diff- very different in many respects. But um, Yeah, I actually
1: loved watching that. I thought it was very
0: satisfying to like watch him
1: change in and out of being human and sea monster. I thought it was like every time it was like, just satisfying to watch.
0: That's one of the high points is the animation was so good. Like, yeah. Watching how they animated the scales just the way they did it i can't explain it because i'm not an animator but it was it was like very your eyes were hooked to the screen yeah oh yeah yeah um so what did you think so let's talk about eric a little bit the villain i feel like pixar villains are very iconic also too you got stinky pete you got um what's um ernesto de la cruz from coco you got um oh he's great yeah he's great he's great yeah um why am i blanking on pixar villains right now what's uh oh mr Steve, waternoose it's, uh, randall mr waternoose yeah randall that's every all the pixar villains are really good i think but um what did you think of ericolay i think he was kind of like the biff 10 and like i got very Biff yeah. vibes. yeah i
1: actually loved ericolay i don't think he's like as iconic as some of the ones we named
0: but i feel like he was very fun to
1: watch and like you really hated him but he was also like kind of funny yeah he and i funny. liked I liked him and Julia's back and forth. I I thought they had like a good little rivalry and I love Julia. She was fun to watch too.
0: Julia was great. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like, I like that
1: she's like a misfit in like a human way. She's like not a sea monster, but she's still a misfit. Um, I loved Darker I thought he was very funny
0: mm-hmm. and I liked when
1: his like little minions like turned on him at the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What did what did he keep saying? Like uh, he he would say something every time he got mad at his minions and he'd like get the other one to slap him. I forgot oh, what it was. I it was, I can't it was remember. Funny though.
1: And his little like peach fuzz, like just, he just—he was just, and his like stupid teeth, but like, he was just so annoying to look yeah, at. Yeah,
0: that's why. Like people were like <laughs> afraid of him, but he like technically was a big doofus. You know, that's why yeah, I think he was yeah, very yeah, much yeah. like Biff Tannen. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I really liked um, also the just the overall relationship of Alberto, Luca, and Julie. I think that was really well done. Like kind of the Misfits crew kind of got like, Misfit, the Losers Club from It, and like um, I'm trying to think of. There's another like group of band of misfits that I'm trying to think of, but I don't know. They, like Pixar is really good at doing that too. Just like obviously got an iconic duo, Alberto and Luca, but then they make a, like a little group of misfits, and I think that it was cool. The tournament was re- was a re- nice touch to it. That th-
1: yeah, I, yeah, I liked I liked the little dynamic going on. At times, I was like a little bit annoyed because Alberto was being annoying um yeah yeah he was being a little bit jealous at times but i i like i don't know Alberto annoyed me at like in that like third quarter of the movie alberto started to really piss me off but um yeah. other than that i thought it was good i thought it was a nice little dynamic
0: um yeah
1: i like that alberto like brought the like they brought out different sides of each other i like that
0: yeah it started i'm maybe you can you can help me but it really started to remind me of another movie there's definitely another movie where like – two, two people become friends with another and then one of them starts to realize oh like you don't know everything like this person like really knows what's going on and then the other one gets jealous i feel like it was very there's some movie or show there or, is and i don't
1: know what it was I, I i feel like i've seen this dynamic before maybe multiple times but i can't yeah. i can't think of what it is either
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm I don't know. Maybe we'll think of it, but that I, I got very similar vibes there, but I don't know, even though it had that sort of, um, that, Oh, I can see inspiration from little mermaid. I could see inspiration here. There was something about like, I like, I really liked the, the Italian influence to, uh, tie in and made it unique. The animation made it unique. And just, I like Luca was such like an innocent character. Like you love to watch him, uh, be so invested in the Vespa. You know, what was a high point of the, the movie for me is, uh, I love those little sequences where he would like dream I about love him that. in the Vespa. I love that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. the The one where he was uh, imagining it like, reminded um, me, for some
1: reason, of like Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. I don't know why. The, the animation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? A, like a little bit. Yeah. A little. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the scene where he's like running on Saturn. Oh my God! That yeah, was. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So cool that was, to watch. It was
1: very satisfying. Yeah. And I like that. I like, because um, it is weird to think about, like, someone who's been underwater coming into the real world, like, what would really mesmerize them? And it's funny that they, like, use the Vespa to kind of be that item that he was like, obsessed with. And they, like, try to keep building it. And I- honestly, I-, I was actually, I-, I was watching this with my mom, and we had watched Soul together also. And at the beginning, I was like, I feel like there's a similar theme going on here, where, like, in Soul, the whole point of the movie is, like, even the little things in life, ha- like, can be meaningful if you really think about it. Like, there's beauty to be fu- like beauty to be found everywhere in life. Like, even walking was amazing. In- to um, I can't remember her name. And so, twenty-two. Uh, the- yeah, twenty-two. Like she was like, oh my god, like you get to just walk around, like that's amazing. And it's funny that in in uh, Luca, it was like, oh, riding a Vespa around sounds like nothing to like a human. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like you get to ride this thing around, I'm like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I saw a similar team going on there. Like you get to ride this <laughs> little bike Vespa around, and they're like so mesmerized by it, and they're mesmerized it, by like falling and like,
0: mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was very much so. Soul took that in a direction where it was like. You left the movie like, wow, I, I'm reevaluating my life in a different way. Whereas Luca yeah. took it in a way where it was just like a carefree. I don't know. I can't explain it. It, it. They took it in a way where like this is just like so carefree and cute the way they're doing it. It, yeah, it, was a yeah, very, yeah. it was a very clever item to pick. And I think they took that theme, like you're saying, of take joy in the little things in a very whimsical, innocent way type of way that's the yeah way to, the proper way. and in
1: both in both situations it was someone who was coming from like another world coming into like human life and
0: it's like trying to be like oh look at you
1: look at how great human life is yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely um i also really liked we've been talking about the italian influence but you know nick and i are italianos if we want to say it. <laughs> but uh i I don't know those little like it it wasn't obviously wasn't like an ode to the culture like coco was for mexican culture and dia de los muertos but uh luca was just it had those little tidbits that was just cool to watch like the music was so nice i felt like it added a great ambiance to it and just um watching uh julia's father like make the pasta and then like adding in little like italian phrases like alberto thinks it's a proper greeting to say what's wrong with you a stupido?" which means yeah 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 what's wrong with you stupid like and uh, the old lady's like bonk them on the head. I don't know. I, th- yeah. I thought it was very cute. Like, you know.
1: It made me. I've been to Italy before, but I've never been to like the Italy like beach terms.
0: It made me really want to go to
1: one. Mm-hmm. Like the water just looked appealing. The, I don't um, know.
0: It's very like much, a much smaller town, but very inspired by like the Amalfi Coast. Yeah. I, I was, I went, it made me
1: really want to like. There's a reason this one came out during the summer.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah um yeah i've been to the amalfi coast years and years ago it was beautiful but uh yeah i mean so what did you think of did you think going into the movie and at the beginning of the movie that there was going to be some sort of did you think it was misleading that there was going to be a bigger reveal as to what was going on with the sea monsters and the humans because i kind of got when uh uh, Luca's grandma kind of is like, ah, oh, take it easy on the kid. You know, like I've been up there before mm. and she kind of was very mysterious about it that I thought there was going to be some greater reveal about sea monsters and humans.
1: Um, I didn't really think that going in. I actually had no clue what it was about going in. I just knew it was about like misfits and, and stuff like that. I I didn't know that Luca was a sea monster even going into it. So I, I didn't really have any expectations, but I guess at the beginning... I feel like they built the world quickly. And then from there on, it was like just about characters and about like
0: winning the race. So
1: I, I, I don't know. I wasn't really expecting that. I, was, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was expecting. I'll be honest.
0: Yeah. I don't know when, the way they talked about it. Like, oh, make the change. It made it seem like it was a more mystical yeah. um, thing that it actually turned out being. But I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. You know, I just like when I came into the movie and I was starting, I was like, all right, let me try to figure out what it's what it's going to be. Like, what's the big Pixar gut punch? Like, what's it gonna be here? But it just ended up being like a really enjoyable, whimsical movie, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't know that. I feel like I was kind of not waiting for a plot twist, gut punch about that. I was kind of waiting for a a, a bigger gut punch towards like the very end. I thought, I, I don't know. I I didn't think it was just gonna be like, oh, they turn back into sea monsters in front of everyone and like everyone accepts them quickly.
0: I don't know. I didn't think I didn't
1: think that was gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I expected that to be drawn out a little more. I think it happened a little quickly, and, and I was like, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they're just accepted now, you know? Which is like, yeah, that I, – no, I didn't I didn't, have a, I didn't have a problem with it at all. It's just I just expected them to make more of a big deal out of it.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like another thing too – like, they did it, but I wish they kind of did it, like, a little bit better. When I – like, I, I knew that it was going to happen where the parents were going to, like, watch him in the race and be, like, h- hyped for him. I almost wish they, like, played on that moment a little bit better. I wish it was, like, not connected to a random thing, but I wish it was, like, Legend of Korra when like, Tenzin doesn't want Korra to do pro-bending and then he, like, sees how much it helps her and he's, like, super proud of her and, like,
0: cheering her on and
1: stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I kind of yeah. wish, wish that moment was, like, a little bit better.
0: Mm-hmm. I kind of get that. Yeah, I like, I don't know. I feel
1: like at the end, the parents, like, were, like, very forgiving quick and they were like, and you kicked butt! But, like, they weren't, like... You know what I mean? They weren't like I don't know. I, they
0: I were didn't feel very like forgiving. Him, like, you know, it it was a yeah. I I definitely feel that, and I agree with that. It they it seems like they kind of went along with the town, whereas they were just very open with it. Whereas in the beginning of the movie, they were ready to send him away to their yeah. weird uncle, which I thought was very funny. Sasha Baron Cohen I love is the... the weird uncle. <laughs> what you, what was he was saying? So like, oh, you get hungry, and sometimes whale blubber falls in your mouth. Or yeah.
1: It was very weird.
0: <laughs> Super weird. I loved him though. Yeah, he was funny. Um, I love
1: the I love the animation of the fricking dad too.
0: Ju- like just his big dad? ass
1: mustache. Yeah, like the dad. Like I don't know why his mustache and the, I don't know. It was very <laughs> funny when he was a page.
0: <laughs> he he looks exact. He looks identical to the the dad from La Luna, but he also has Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs vibes because he looks like the dad from <laughs> Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. You know the one remember. with like the. He's got, like, big, bushy eyebrows that, like, cover his eyes. I'm disappearing into my background again. And a big mustache. You know I don't remember. Similar. I don't remember. Very similar vibes. But another thing I was expecting to be a much bigger reveal was Alberto's dad. You know, they kind of— Me,
1: like, too. They kind of brushed that over quickly, like, oh, he just left. Which mm-hmm. I think is, like, okay, but I, I don't know. They never, like, really—they never really did anything
0: with it. No, like, you kind of assumed— his dad's yeah you knew I, like
1: that i feel like that plot point was like so obviously coming that like oh he like luca was like oh i'm so jealous like your dad gives you all this freedom and like I, it was just very obvious that it was going to be like mm-hmm. but his dad's also not present so that's like you, you know yeah I, they, I i mean i knew that was coming and there was it, no we, resolution of it really not really no i mean I guess he found his family and Luca's family, but I don't know. I, there was no resolution to it.
0: You, you kind of felt like there was. It was coming to that moment where, I, all right, here's the emotional part of a Pixar movie, and then they kind of just moved on past it.
1: Yeah, and then he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go win the race." Yeah,
0: and also, I must
1: say, how the hell did Luca have any like? How did he? How was he close to first in that race at all? <laughs> like at all? He
0: was very behind the whole time. Like I feel like. I almost wish—I
1: mean, I guess it would have been cheating a little bit—but I almost wish like the swimming was last, and he like just like dove in and yeah. Then he
0: became, oh, that
1: would have you know cool. what I mean, like something like that. Like I didn't love that he just walked in in the um in the costume in the what even like a not even a scuba costume. What do you even call
0: that? Like the uh, the Cyclops from SpongeBob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like he he went in a heavy ass costume. And then, like he didn't lose that much time out of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, for those of you who who haven't seen Luca, what happens is that it's originally Alberto, Luca, and Julia are going to be like the trifecta team. Whereas the races, you have to swimming is one part, eating pasta is another part, and riding a bike. But Alberto and Luca have a falling out, and Luca's like, "I'm going to win it all myself." And yeah, that's what he does. He was behind the entire time. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that, I don't know how he
1: was even like a contender.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. I, I still you know, don't get how he how he wasn't out of the race.
0: I mean, as a sea monster, he's got to have pretty powerful legs. So the biking makes sense a little bit. Well, and he also trained for the biking. But I don't know. I just,
1: he had never like, eaten pasta before either. He doesn't know how mm-hmm. to use a fork. It really just doesn't make any sense from a sports standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. We
0: have many he qualms about the sports dead-lash. logistics. He could
1: have been dead last. <laughs> You don't get points for being the main character, Jake, or for, you know what I mean, nope. he should have
0: been last. He's a loser. I, <laughs> what a what a loser. JK JK. Yeah. Uh no, that would have been really cool if he if the swimming was the last part and and it started to rain but and he like slowly turned into a sea monster as he dove into the water.
1: That would have been so cool. But okay. I don't know how they would have like done that without it being like oh he just cheated cuz he's a sea monster. Yeah. But it's almost like at the same time, it's like you use your difference to your, like, advent- like you know what I mean? Like, the, his difference would have been his you advantage got, in the right. So it's like another meeting there.
0: You're on to something there. You're onto something. We should, we should write these movies, now. I know. <laughs> Let's <laughs> quit our jobs upset. and become writers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else came to mind throughout the movie. I mean, how did you feel about Alberto and Luca in general compared to other Pixar duos? Were you as in love with them as other duos? Uh, do you feel well, like I said,
1: Alberto pissed me off. <laughs> you got- <laughs> and he pissed me off a little bit in the, in the in like towards the end. Um, he got annoying. He got too jealous. I, I didn't love that. I wish that they like had a little bit more of a reason for the tension between the two, like rather than him just being jealous that he didn't want to Vesper anymore. Um but I liked them. I mean, they had a cute little friendship, um, friendship slash relationship. Who knows? I heard that this could be an allegory for, for LGBT, like being gay and everything like that. And I, I saw it a little bit, but I think it was more just about being a misfit. Um, I don't know. I thought that a cute little relationship part of me shipped them. Um, I did see, see the allegory for being gay in, in the beginning a little bit, but I feel like as the movie went on, I was like, Oh, it's just about being a misfit. Um, yeah
0: yeah I don't know. They were
1: a cute little duo couple <laughs> friendship who knows <laughs> question mark
0: no i I got the same vibes definitely, and i shipped I shipped it too, but I think it was but then I kind of more... shipped
1: to, in the middle, I also shipped Luca and Julia a little bit,
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. yeah,
1: but I like that they didn't go either route. I like that it was just like they're all just close in different
0: ways, yeah for sure, um. No, I I I like their relationship a lot. I really loved the beginning. Like for a while I was like, all right, this movie's just kind of like they're they're just kind of like having fun together the whole time. Like this it took a while for them to get to the town, you know. They were kind of just like having fun on land and I kind of liked that part also like seeing how Alberto was just showing him all these human all the human stuff and Luca's like, "Oh, let's just build our own Vespa." I kind of like that little montage. That was fun. I
1: liked that montage too when they're building a Vespa. Um yeah, I I mean I knew that they were gonna that their difference like Alberto's like freedom was kind of gonna come back and, uh, but I feel like it, that wasn't even why they weren't like they didn't they weren't really friends. It was just because he was jealous. Like I I don't know. I feel like him him just getting jealous. I didn't love that plot point. I kind of wish it was just more like oh we're like different. So like we're not the same person. Like Luca wants to go to school. Like I don't know. I feel like. They made it more about him being jealous than it was. It should have been like more just like, oh, we're not the same person. Like we obviously bring out different sides of each other. You know what I mean? I don't know. And I feel like they showed Alberto bringing out the best sides of Luca, but they didn't always show Luca bringing out like good sides of Alberto. It was like That's he brought out point. the jealousy. You That's know what I mean? I, I, um, I don't know. Like yeah, th- Alberto helped Luca get over some of his fears, but what did what did Luca do for Alberto? Alberto? I guess he made him like a little bit more generous
0: towards the end but reasonable made. I don't know. I, yeah. I didn't know that they like
1: really like hit that note that like they're different and that, like, but that's a good thing that they bring out the best in each other. I think they kind of only did it one way.
0: I, I, I agree. That's a really good point. Actually. I, I didn't, I didn't necessarily think of that at first. Um, Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I don't know. How did you feel about the, again, like I thought the ending was like, I felt satisfied, but how did you feel about the whole plot point that the, his end goal for Luca was just going to school. I kind of like that. Yeah.
1: I kind of like that because it's like, it's like, it's like simple. Like, it's just like, Oh, he just wants to learn more about the world. Like, it's not just about exploring going places. It's about actually learning about the world. Like him and Alberto had different ideas towards the end of like what it meant to explore the world. You know, Luca wants to like learn more about everything. Alberto just wants to like travel. I don't know i thought it was i thought it was a a nice little resolution i think it's kind of like similar to what we were saying earlier where it's like something as simple as going to school could mean a lot for someone who doesn't know what that really is you know what i mean or maybe it's just a maybe it's just trying to get kids to watch and want to go to school i don't know
0: (laughs) propaganda (laughs) propaganda
1: to get kids to like school
0: (laughs) just kidding just kidding no but uh no, I, I, I definitely liked the ending. I just didn't, yeah. I, it, I
1: like that Alberto was the one to be like, "You should go to school."
0: Yeah, definitely, re- really like that. Um, but then, what does Alberto do with his life? He stayed with Massimo, uh, Julia's dad, to like help be a fish, uh, help be a fisherman.
1: I guess, but it's like sad he doesn't get to do what he wants now.
0: That's what I mean. That's what he wanted, uh, kind of. I mean, no, he. I guess. He really wanted to, like, just escape everything. I think, like, he was using that as a front because his dad left him, you know?
1: I guess. Or maybe he'll just make bank with Julia's dad. and
0: Yeah, for real. <laughs> he'll
1: be able to buy—he'll be able to open a Vespa company.
0: True, true. <laughs> Luca, too. Luca, too. He's just a
1: billionaire because of <laughs> <laughs> making bank with Julia's dad.
0: I— I so a little bit ago I, I mentioned I like the part where it you it's revealed that there were sea monsters hiding in the town the entire time. I think it would have been really cool if like majority of the town was sea monsters. And no, and, I uh, like that it was just I, just I I wish it was maybe more than just the two old ladies. Yeah, n- maybe not majority, but like yeah, if it was like a few more like that to where it was like oh my god, like you know, but
1: yeah, I wish it was a few more. Um, yeah. You know what I thought was funny? This is random. I thought it was hilarious when they were when the parents were dunking kids in the fountain. I thought that was like my favorite scene when she was like kicking kids into yeah. the fountain. I love that scene. I actually liked the parents a lot. They were funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, the parents were funny. That's Maya Rudolph, um, as the oh, mom. Oh, I didn't realize that was Maya Rudolph. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Great cast. Very, yeah. very good cast as always. Who was the dad? Jim Gaffigan. He's a Who? comedian. You you know him if you saw his face. Look at Looking him up? Yeah, I am. What is his name? Jim Gaffigan. Oh, I know him. I know yeah.
1: him. Yeah. What is he? Yeah, you know I don't him. even
0: know. I know him. <laughs> um, Luca was Jacob Tremblay. He's, uh, I mean, I forget. I don't know exactly what he's from, but I know he's been in a lot of things recently. He's like a big up and coming child actor. And Alberto was Jack Dylan Grazer from Shazam, and he was in, uh, he was in some Disney Channel show, but I'm not sure what it is. Jesse, maybe, maybe he was in Jesse. You would know. Great yeah. i would know you would know you (laughs) love jesse
1: i don't love jesse i watched jesse one night and i was like wow this show's kind of great (laughs) like this is in college i'm like old at this point (laughs) i'm like full grown watching jesse one night and i was like this is pretty good
0: (laughs) all right so i think we're ready to move on to the report card and maybe we could talk a little bit about like where we would place this in our rankings how do you feel nick
1: Okay, I'm down. I mean, I just want to mention one more thing. The scenes with the cat were very funny.
0: Yes, love the cat. I thought the I cat know.
1: was going to be a bigger character. I thought it was going to be like their pet. Like, you know how Pixar always has a pet. I thought the cat was going to be like their pet.
0: True, true, true. Yeah. They were missing out on like
1: a real pet
0: in this one. They were – well, they were kind of like the animals, you know. There's always like a, a little animal. I guess they were like – Yeah, but I'm surprised it was just the, the cat. But oh, you're Pixar, saying they were – Pixar doesn't always have like yeah oh, I think they that's more of a I got one. And Soul they Disney became
1: thing. the damn cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But uh, that's more of a Disney thing where they have an animal sidekick. I guess. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. Yeah. I thought they usually have an animal sidekick. Maybe I'm
1: just going crazy.
0: So, what what did you think of this like, before we get into this before we get into the report card? What did you think of this compared to Soul?
1: I think Soul was definitely better.
0: I think Soul had, um,
1: Soul like, you came out of Soul like, wow, that was, that was a heavy hitter. Yeah. Like, I came out of Soul pretty emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think that Soul was, was better than this one.
0: I watched Soul on Christmas morning, the day it came out, and I, it hit hard for me because I'm, I'm a jazz musician and I felt they really executed what it's like to be a jazz musician in, New York City, and the kind of vibes you get when you're, you know, trying to prove yourself in front of big musicians, where it's very intimidating. And I know a lot of jazz musicians who have devoted their life to music, and they really hit the nail on the head of like what it's like for a musician living in that competitive environment. You can kind of lose yourself. Not that any of the people I know have, have lost themselves in that, but I know what it's like, you know, as a musician, you know, you want to sort of push everything else away and be like, this is the only thing that matters. Whereas you need to mm-hmm. stop and appreciate life. You know, it really hit hard for me. I, I think I was talking to our friend Shiv about it and he pointed out, Oh, the, the mechanics or like he liked inside out better. He thinks that they explain the mechanics of the, the mind's world better than the soul world, which I think there's no great way to explain that. Cause nobody knows what it is. You know, mm. I think they, I think they did a beautiful job with it and yeah. I loved so. I-
1: I think, well, this isn't a soul ranking to everything else, but I think, uh I think soul did a good job of like building, just kind of like taking the soul world, like running with it, being like, this is just how it's going to work and trying to like explain very comp, like a very complicated world that they just kind of like made up and like make it kind of work and explain it in funny ways. Like the whole thing where they're, they go into the place with the lost souls and like they had that random guy who's like from on a corner in New York City, like saving all the like, it was just very funny at times.
0: Very funny. I, I, I thought I, that that was like a, a strength
1: of soul. They just built like a soul world and did whatever they wanted with it and they, it funded well.
0: They really, they re, you're, you're exactly right. They really ran with it and I very unique animation too. The way they just, the way they depicted the soul world and like these abstract concepts. Because I don't know, it, I thought that was super clever is that like the great beyond, and the great before. Are very heavy abstract concepts that we have, would have no idea how to conceptualize, and I felt like the animation really reflected that. Uh, I thought it was really cool, and that they—it's one of Pixar's strengths. You know, they take things that you would have no idea how to like explain with words, or ex- even explain with visuals, and they find a way to make it work. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna. I will say about Soul. I'm not gonna. I don't want to spoil the ending, but I don't love the resolution of the problem until I will say that. Okay. By the way like you know what i mean that that was one weakness as all i felt like um but i do think that they they hit the point that they were trying to make really well
0: i i think it was very much comparable to uh a wally not for the obviously wally's a space movie and this is a, a movie about a jazz musician in, in the soul world but it was very much like Wally in that I don't think it's very rare that we're ever going to get Pixar movies like Soul and Wally is because they're such abstract concepts and high end, high, high brain concepts for mostly for adults more than kids, you know. Where mm-hmm. Wally was really heavy topics if you think about it. Like I liked Wally more when I watched
1: it uh, when I was older.
0: Yeah, like the demise then of all humanity and yeah. C- I, I liked it more when I was older rather than,
1: like, when I first saw it, I think.
0: Yeah. I appreciated it more. hmm Like, it's very rare that we get Pixar movies like that that deal with such heavy... I, I'm trying to think of the Wally the right hits word, the talks.
1: same point, too, that living on Earth is amazing. Yeah. Like, when the captain's, like, seeing all the stuff that people used to do, and he's like, that's amazing. hmm Like, playing... I forget what it was. He was, like, playing baseball or something like that. That's amazing. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, hit, there's a lot of a lot of them hit the, hit that point. There's a lot of threads. Might lines. as well be a
1: human on Earth.
0: Might as well, yeah. <laughs> um, and what about Onward? What did you think about this compared to this Onward Onward? Yeah,
1: Onward was more emotional. I think I, I. It's tough. It's real tough between this and Onward. I think I might have enjoyed this one a little bit more. But that's the thing. Okay. I was expecting to like, like I don't know, from the way everyone was talking about Luca, I expected to like it like almost as much as I liked Soul. I think it was like definitely on a on a, like a much lower level than some of like the Souls of the of the Pixar rankings and stuff. Uh, like Onward is, a, I think it's more comparable to Onward than it is to Soul. And Onward's like not in my Onward's like right in the halfway point. I would say okay. maybe a little yeah. bit lower.
0: Like, like I like I said, I, I think it is much more comparable. To Onward Soul is barely a kids movie.
1: I if I watched it,
0: if I watched it as a kid, I don't think I would like it as much, you know. But I loved it. I, I think it's, uh, and this is very much a movie that's more targeted for families, like Onward was. Totally agree. Onward was way more emotional. Like I felt, I felt something when they hit on the the brother and father mm-hmm. resolution at the end. Mm-hmm. I, to be honest, Onward, in in my opinion, wasn't funny like other Pixar movies are. You know, it got emotional and I liked the animation and, and the story, but it wasn't as funny as normal, as normal Pixar movies are really, I it. think
1: they were, they were really trying to like, in onward they were really trying to like hit like, Oh, look at what we did with this world. Like we made, like you said, like we made this person the cop, like we made, like, like, you know what I mean? Like they were trying to make like yeah. the whole situation funny rather than like pu- kicking you with like jokes or, you know what I mean? Funny, funny individual moments.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. If
1: that, if that makes sense.
0: Yes. Whereas Luca had that little bit of Pixar uh, quirkiness where some of the jokes maybe only adults might have gotten and uh, they had some funny moments that everyone would think was funny, you know, but it definitely wasn't as emotional like you mentioned as Onward was.
1: You know what's interesting about Soul versus all these ones? Soul is like, it's interesting that an adult is the main character of Soul. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like every other Pixar movie is usually like a kid or at least t- like
0: like a human. Yeah, like, adult. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, You're so like right. A human adult, exactly. Yeah, like monsters think is they're adults, but they're not human, they're monsters.
0: Yeah. So it's a little different.
1: You know? i Soul's an interesting one that it's an adult main character.
0: I guess you could say The Incredibles, but that's more of an ensemble movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, Soul was very unique, I think. It's a very special Quite. Pixar movie. Um where so that being said, where would Luca land in your Pixar ranking? I know we have an official Popcorn Heist Pixar ranking out there, which needs to be updated for Soul and Luca. But where would it land in your Pixar uh, ranking? It's tough.
1: It's real tough. Um,
0: you can give a general. You don't have. I to- would say
1: <laughs> it's probably like right at the halfway point. Okay. Maybe even. I mean, Pixar has some a lot of great movies. that might even be a little bit lower than, than the halfway point.
0: I think Which is not
1: saying something bad about Luca, it's saying something like there's there's like a lot of great things on the No, like I it's, the it's, classics yeah. are all better than this one. I think Incredibles is better than this one. I yeah. would, uh, you know like like I think all the classics are better than this one. Coco's better, um Soul's Coco's better. More.
0: Coco's inside amazing. Inside out's
1: better, inside out's amazing too. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Up is better, that's a that's like a medium classic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I would say up's it, a classic. Up is definitely a classic. Yeah. It's one of the, I think maybe, I can't remember if it came out before Toy Story 3, but that and Toy Story 3 were the only two Pixar films nominated for Best Picture. So Up is great. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, I think this is maybe in like the lower, like right, a little bit lower than the halfway point. uh,
0: Yeah, so like you were saying before, I totally agree that we, we run into this problem frequently, whether it's Marvel, especially Marvel, is very comparable to Pixar, is that, they're all so good and they're so close together, it comes down to semantics whether one is over the other. And I mentioned that so many times when I was reco- when I was uh, writing the Marvel and the Pixar ones where I was like, any one of these could be interchangeable. I would say that Luca is definitely like around the midpoint. It'll be come out. I'm, we're gonna release our updated Pixar ranking and uh, it'll include Luca and Soul. It already includes onward. But Luca's probably a, right near the middle, a little bit under. I think it's better than Onward, but I think Soul was a little better. In yeah.
1: Opinion. I think it's a little bit better than Onward. I think it's right above
0: Onward. Yeah. All right. That's right report card time. Popcorn Heist Report card. All right. Okay. So, Nick, why don't you uh Okay. Why not you uh listen to the I got an Excel ready for this. We love Excel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, all right. The first category out of five is pacing. Jake, what is your ranking?
0: Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four on this one. You know, uh pacing is something I mentioned the last episode where I'm usually I become a bit of a snob about. It's something I always pay attention to whether they're watching a TV show or a movie. And it's very hard to get pacing perfect, but I think this was a solid it was solid. So I'll give it a four.
1: Yeah, um I'm I'm between a three point five and four. The only I don't think I, the only reason I would maybe give it a three point five is just because I feel like the ending came a little bit abruptly. Um, I thought some of the like stuff they built out could have I don't know I felt like it was everything was resolved very quickly. Um, I think I'll give it a three point five for that reason. Okay. Like I feel like there was a lot of moments that I wish they like drew out a little bit longer so they were more meaningful and like the resolution of like Alberto and Luca's relationship and the parents and Luca's relationship was a little bit too.
0: that's, that's true. Like, too easy. All That's right. True. Well, you got me, you got me questioning myself now. Uh, keep, <laughs> keep it, at, keep it out keep it out of four. Keep it out of four.
1: Okay. We even each other. out. I think 3.75 is a fair score. Okay. Out of five. Um, all right. Story slash plot.
0: Um, I'm going to give this a 3.5. I think it was cute and very enjoyable, but I think that we'll get to it later. I think it makes up for itself in heart where it's more of a basic story.
1: Um yeah, I I'm again between a 3.5 and 4. Um I thought it was like an interesting concept. Um again, similar to pacing like a lot of the things were resolved, but I already took took a half point off for that in pacing. So, I don't know. I I guess I'll give it a 4. I think it was a really interesting concept and I think they Um, I kind of like that it was just kind of about a race and it was just kind of like about them getting the best spot. I kind of like that it was like some simple stuff that they Mm -hmm. threw together and made it like a fun story. So I'll go to
0: four. All right,
1: next is visuals.
0: Visuals, I got to go 4.5, definitely. Like no, no question about it. Pixar always nails the visuals, but we were talking about it, the changing of them from sea monsters into humans and humans into sea monsters. The pasta was, oh, chef's kiss. You know,
1: I agree. I think it was a four point five. Yeah, I agree with that. It was. It looked great. I, I again, I thought it was like really satisfying mm-hmm. watching them going from humans to sea monsters and back and forth. And, um, yeah, some of the like in his in Luca's head stuff was was really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, next is music. The music like would kind of go if you weren't overtly if, if if you if you're not a music person it would go, kind of go over your head but i kind of really enjoyed the music um i'm not sure if at one point during one of the montages they play like this italian song and i'm not sure if that is a pre-existing song or if it was written for for luca but i don't know i really enjoyed the music i'm gonna give it a four i think a
1: four I think. i'm actually gonna give it a three i feel like music was not something i even noticed in this in the movie Really? Like, I don't think it was bad, but I just didn't notice it. Like, it wasn't something I was like, oh, my God. this." I don't think it was bad, but I, I just thought it was, un- like, not noticeable.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Next is acting. So, in this I case... In this fun. case, voice acting. Voice acting. Um, hmm. It's hard. You know, I feel like voice acting, it's a very, like... Sharp incline or decrease between like oh that's a great voice acting like choice where or, or it's just like okay that's good you know that works yeah um I don't know Pixar always has a great cast too like I think there was a great cast here and I did like the voice act. what what do you what do you think what are you gonna give it
1: I'm gonna go first um, yeah it's gonna copy me I'll or... give it three point five I thought it was good I thought the my favorite was the weird uncle um i don't know i liked i liked it i thought it was good the grandma was cool the um julia's dad was cool i feel like and i feel like luke and alberto like you you did feel like they were like besties when they were you definitely acting. did and or yeah. relationship question mark depending on your point of view of of, of the movie
0: yeah and who <laughs> whoever was doing i was looked it up after i was like oh who is who played Ercole?" i like liked him as the voice um but I, I, I love
1: Darkolai. That's a good point. I forgot yeah. about him. I don't know. I'm gonna give it
0: a 3.5. I'll, I'll also go 3.5 because I think okay. it was like I think it was good, but it wasn't like you watch Toy Story and you're like Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, like oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. All right.
1: Last one. Last category. Cart.
0: Like I said earlier, I, I think where I thought it was a little bit more of a a, a more simple story, I think it made up for it in heart whereas like the points you mentioned like it was cool how it was like just about a race and a vespa i think in my opinion that came in in the heart section where they really played into appreciate the simple things and um you comp you compliment your friends in different ways so i'll give it a 4.5 okay
1: i agree with you i thought it was i i think at times it, like the the like it wasn't as meaningful as it could have been so but i do think it did like it tried it, it did what it was trying to do pretty well um again the ending i kind of wish there was some like alberto needs to stop annoying me i hate that he got jealous for no reason um and i don't like how they just like fixed that relationship real quick and like the parents relationship was fixed immediately but i thought it did like tell its story very well so i'll give no, it a actually,
0: four actually i'll give it a four good I, yeah I, i'm yeah give it a four for me okay
1: all right we have our final score Drum roll, please. Final score out of 100 is a 77%.
0: What? Yep. That's lower than Cruella.
1: (laughs) What was Cruella? 78? 78. Wow. Wow. Yep. Honestly, I think that's kind of accurate.
0: Yeah? I
1: think this may be, maybe I could see it a little higher, like low 80s.
0: Yeah, but I'll, I'll stand
1: w- by it. I'll stand by the report card.
0: We'll stand by the report card. All right. So that's Luca.
1: That's Luca. 77.
0: Definitely a recommend. It's only 76 I o- and
1: two thirds. So it's a little lower. Uh, we're, we're, round ra- we're, we're rounding <laughs> that up. We're rounding that
0: up. Uh, well, can't wait to talk about more Pixar. I don't know what they got. Co- I actually, that's a complete lie. That's a lie. <laughs> no. i know what they got coming up next um there's actually a movie called turning red which is about a girl who turns into a red panda uh that's all we've learned about that and there's also a buzz Lightyear movie movie jake out. you love
1: red pandas don't you
0: uh, let me tell you <laughs> i cannot get enough of my red pandas <laughs> backstory here when vine was a thing if you don't know vine it's basically tiktok but much better Um, (laughs) Agreed. Nick and I loved Vine uh, when we were in college. And the algorithm, I guess, just like completely malfunctioned on me. Where if you don't know how algorithms work, if you like one type of video, depending on the hashtags and and what's in the the video content, then they'll serve you more videos related to that in your newsfeed. And once I saw like a very cute red panda Vine, it was just a Vine of some red pandas. I was like, oh, that's cute. Liked it. For the next... I don't know how many days, weeks. All that was on my newsfeed was Red Panda Vines, and I was losing my mind. Nick can confirm.
1: I can confirm I was there. Um, So you must be very excited, Jake.
0: I'm I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for this movie. Uh, (laughs) And then the only other one that's been announced is a Buzz Lightyear movie, where Chris Evans is going to play the quote-unquote real version of Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based off of. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, it's like in the Toy Story universe, there was a movie about a space ranger, and the Buzz Lightyear toy voiced voiced by Tim Allen is based off of the movie called Lightyear.
1: Interesting. So, it's like the real character that the toy is of.
0: Yep. Interesting.
1: Why is it Chris Evans and not Tim Allen?
0: I think it's kind of like a wink at how that happens in the real world. You know, you don't get the same actor to voice the toys or the video games in real life. Like for example, Tom Mm -hmm. Hanks voices Woody in toy story, but they just uh, put toy story in the kingdom hearts video game. And Tom Hanks, brother voices Woody, you know, Uh, it's uh, never. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I didn't even know that, but I see what you're saying. Okay.
0: And Chris Evans has the voice for it. I feel like he could definitely do it. A lot of people were enraged when they announced it and then Chris Evans like tweeted <laughs> it's something along the lines this isn't a direct quote but he was like just to be clear this is the real version of Buzz Lightyear, not the toy and people were like trying to turn it into a meme that he was like very <laughs> like over explaining. But I don't I think it's gonna be cool. I, I we haven't gotten any footage, but I can totally see Chris Evans voicing a, a version of Buzz Lightyear.
1: Yeah, but are they using Toy Story too much?
0: I mean that's their their golden goose you know yeah i don't, uh, I don't know i don't know if this is Mitchell a true finding thing. marlin finding marlin. <laughs> god finding crush oh my god. <laughs> yes i i don't know if this is a thing i heard this once and i don't know if it was just you know something you just see on the internet but sir cert- i heard that certain studios are contracted that they have to make a certain amount of spin-off movies per number of years so, like Pixar, maybe contracted hmm. that they need to make a prequel or a sequel at like once every two years, and then everything else can be original content. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. I don't like no. that. Yeah. I,
1: I hope mean, not because I don't like that. Too many people don't,
0: don't take this. Take this with a grain with a grain of salt. But uh, I mean, judging off the pattern, I mean, we did receive receive like a string of prequels and sequels for a while. We had like Finding Dory and Incredibles two and um, Toy Story 4 and then we now we're getting a bunch of original movies so the theory holds water but I don't know if I completely believe it I think they were just demand for prequels and sequels at the time
1: make a monsters elementary school
0: (laughs) (laughs) they actually have a monsters Inc. series coming out next week oh do they yeah um it's about like takes place right after monsters inc like when they turn into the comedy make a luca goes to school Luca goes to school. Make a make a
1: Luca Luca's astronomy
0: class. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, well, what did you say? I said, I said, "Well, this has been Luca. Enjoyed been watching Luca. it, and you heard the official report card report here here at Popcorn Heist. So, with that, join the join the heist."